name is Caroline Garnham from boutique law firm Garnham Family Office Services. We protect and preserve the wealth of the world's rich and famous. But having a good lawyer is only part of the solution. My podcast, How to Keep Your Money, draws on my 30 years experience and my extensive network of professional advisors to better inform you. Subscribe to our podcast and learn from the professionals on how to keep your money. This is episode 25 of How to Keep Your Money. I'm Caroline Garnham of Garnham Family Office Services, lawyers who specialise in tax and trusts and in finding solutions for our clients. I'm thrilled to be joined remotely by Rebecca Bettany, Director of JTC Private Office. With lockdown coming to an end, we can reflect on how we spent our time. Time when we would otherwise be travelling, meeting people and being away from home. At JTC Private Office, it talks of time being the next luxury. And one of the ways to free up time for its family office clients is to bring order into chaos. I love the quote of one of its family office clients. We knew we had to professionalise, but had been putting it off for a while as the task seemed too big. JTC Private Office managed the entire process for us. Rebecca, thank you for joining us. You talk of clients coming to JTC with their family office assets and transactions on spreadsheets with their personal assets muddled up with their business and family investments. From my experience, this is not uncommon. But as your client says, sorting it out is so big that they put it off. Where do you start in bringing order into chaos? Thank you, Caroline. And and thank you very much for including me today in your brilliant podcast series. How do we start? I mean, patriarchs are often, almost by definition, control freaks, and the decision to professionalize a family office is often the biggest step. After after the patriarch has done that, we can do the work and make life easier for them. But the most difficult part is reaching out to us in the first place. And I have a huge respect and appreciation for the privacy of the families I look after and the trust they have placed in me. Getting to know a family is the most important part of our job, I I believe. Um, We aim to have a series of what we call fireside chats with the families. But often the most important information, as you know, you pick up from less formal conversations. The aim at the beginning is to establish what the assets are and where they are, as well as what the patriarch has planned for them. Often we find that clients have forgotten what assets they have. We onboarded a client into the Isle of Man recently, and there was $50 million in one of the companies that had somehow been forgotten about. Um, Artwork is also often forgotten because it's loaned out to galleries or kept in storage um, and out of sight, out of mind, really. But once we know what the assets are, we can then start to identify what the potential risks are. We'll look at whether the assets are held in appropriate structures, whether they're insured, 
how they fit into an asset allocation, if indeed there is an asset allocation, and so on. Where necessary, we will involve third-party specialists, and we pride ourselves on having up-to-date contact with top industry professionals, such as you, from all sectors. Often, a client has no idea that he or she is sitting on a very risky situation. One client who was holding extensive business assets was not sure whether he was resident in the US or the UK and asked me whether it mattered. Um, but what I love about my job is that you never stop learning, as each family, by its very nature, is forever evolving. And so, as advisors, we must never feel our work is done. How interesting. Um, I loved your point about, you know, clients sometimes forget their assets. I had a client once who forgot a whole street of, of, of properties uh, they just overlooked. And another client, um, when they moved, forgot about Picasso, which was behind a door. Um, it is quite extraordinary how even terribly valuable assets sometimes can get overlooked. I know. Um, at JTC, you're assisted by purpose-built technology, which you call Edge. This is a multi-award winning platform which brings together in one place all the relevant aspects of a family's life, both financial and non-financial, wherever and whatever they may be. Tell me a bit about Edge and how it's value to your family office clients, how easy it is to input and operate and how, how it came about. Yes, yes. Um, for me, Edge is all about putting the client back in control. I think as clients get more wealthy, they need more advisors to manage more assets across more jurisdictions, not to mention family members. And Edge provides a way of accessing all this information from your smartphone. Um, it's not an investment tool. I know lots of the banks have brilliant online access these days, but this goes a step further and is slightly different. It, it lists assets alongside photos and key documents and as part of a governance chart. For example, for a house, you will see how you own it, i.e. personally or in a trust, etc. And then with one click, you have a value for the house as well as any rental agreements and insurance documents, deeds for the house, all filed together. Um, if, you, if you then decide to sell that asset, you have a ready-made data room. And we find that the third-party client advisors love Edge as well, as it saves them so much time in data gathering and allows them to get to work more quickly. The, um, the information um, is totally personal to each client. Um, one client has a polo team, and he has photos of each pony alongside current feeding schedules, exercise regimes, and physio sessions. Another client likes to see his grandchildren's school results. And, and at the end of the day, JTC is a business that sells administration. So we have one of our administrators phoning the relevant schools each Friday and then loading the information up for the grandfather to see when he wishes. Edge, um, Edge allows clients to access information at a time that is convenient to them. A client might be too busy running around looking after his business to look at to, to, to consider his private affairs and only finally get around to it late at night or when he's at an airport and wants to have all the information immediately at his fingertips rather than having to wait until he can talk to an advisor during office hours. Um, tech, 
tech's an increasingly central part of our lives, as we've all um, realized, I think, more than ever after this period of lockdown. Um, and standing still is not an option. JTC has really embraced this new world. We recently acquired NES Financial in California, which specializes in providing tech-based administration solutions for private equity and real estate assets. And I'm particularly excited about this acquisition because the added expertise is going to make Edge even more attractive, as well as making other parts of our business more efficient and cost-effective for families, which is obviously something that um, is very important. And how long is it since Edge has been launched with JTC? Um, proper, I mean, we I, the private office we founded two years ago, I think they started developing Edge a bit earlier um, to link in with, we use Viewpoint as our data um, administration platform, and it was a way of displaying the information, initially a way of displaying the information for the sort of trust and company accounts, but um, but it's now evolved to be a lot more than that. It just keeps, keeps growing, to be honest. We keep on having new ideas about um, things to do with it. How exciting. Rebecca, you joined JTC with the mandate to launch the JTC private office. You're well qualified to do this. Uh, you've held senior positions in client-orientated Swiss organisations. And you also co-founded the London-based Palmal Family Office and PM Investment Services. Tell me about some of the surprises you faced when setting up the JTC private office and, and, and how you overcame them. Um, I think the main surprise has been the scale of the demand and the size of the families. Um, when we started the private office, it was basically just me, but we now have dedicated personnel in Geneva, Monaco, New York and Luxembourg. And we link in with the JTC group offices across 26 cities. The families um, that we look after are very global, and JTC is well-placed to pick this up. There are not many administration businesses that can coordinate structures across the Isle of Man, South Dakota, and BVI, for example, as a combination. Um, we've been lucky by the extent to which external factors have supported us, the relentless advancement of automatic exchange of information, and the desire for families to invest alongside listed institutions and governments means they have to demonstrate the same level of corporate governance and must therefore professionalize their family offices. The days of having a friendly accountant to run your private office off a spreadsheet are over. Um, the risk of failing to meet your regulatory requirements are just too great. And there are not many families who want to be named and shamed on the front page of the Daily Mail as a result of getting it wrong. Um, I mean, to be honest, there have been no real major surprises. I've been looking after families for 20 years, and JTC as an institution has been looking after families for even longer. Anyone advising families knows that each family is different, and each family is, by its very nature, full of surprises. So in many ways, that is just part of the job. It sounds so fascinating and it very being being so close to a family and the intricacies of a family is is always surprising and interesting and challenging. Um, but I do echo your thoughts about nobody wants to be on the front page of the Daily Mail, uh, which <laughs> I think is ever more ever more likely. 
Um, although you have knowledge of all aspects of the concerns of a family office, your expertise has been in investment management and you sit on the investment committee board of the JTC group from where you support not only the private office clients, but also other clients who may want an independent overview of their investment portfolios. Tell me a little bit more about this service and how have families reacted during lockdown and with presumably significant volatility, not only on their publicly quoted portfolios, but also on the shares of their family businesses and non-quoted investments? Yeah, it's, I mean, my background is investment and this is definitely my main area of interest. My first job was as a corporate finance analyst at Lazard before going into asset management. By, by having the role I take now, I'm effectively a poacher turned gamekeeper. I can help clients spot pitfalls and check if they are being overcharged um, and whether they have the right sort of custody set up and so on. I can see through investment proposals, proposals quickly because I used to have to write them. So I'm, I'm well placed to support families in selecting third party managers. Um, Family assets can most broadly be divided into liquid and non-liquid assets. And the listed portfolios are more easily traded for cash and so are used by many families as ATM machines. But most big families have the majority of their wealth in unquoted investments and real estate. For listed assets, I strongly discourage families from investing if they're going to worry about short-term volatility even as great as what we've been, we've been seeing recently. If you're going to lose sleep from watching markets on a month-by-month -month basis, you, you really should not invest. You need a, a five-year time horizon to make any real progress. So on the, on the, on the back of that, I, I hope that the families I look after have um, been able to sort of look into the horizon with, with a, a sort of degree of, of confidence and calmness. Um, but... So, so we've been sitting tight with the liquid investments, um, but other assets um, such as real estate have needed a lot of work. Quite a few of our teams have been getting in touch with tenants to understand their position and review cash flow forecasts and where necessary adjust financing arrangements. Um, so, so ironically, it's been the illiquid investments that have been the most, um, the most difficult. It's been an incredibly busy time for us. We, we look after a few airplane leasing businesses, where, of course, the demand has quite literally fallen out of the sky. Um, and, of course, um, we have families in retail that, that have needed a lot of support. So we, um, you know, we're, we're here for our families um, to, to sort of ride, ride the, the sort of the, the long road, as it were. So you've really been there for your families during this very difficult time. Absolutely. JTC has 750 experts across 20 offices globally and over 30 years experience. On occasions, despite this, this large number of experts and offices, you will not have the expertise in-house and will bring in other specialist services. In my book, Reimagining the Role of the Private Client Professional Post-Lockdown, I share the concern of JTC that families need to keep track of advisors at all stages of evolution and to support advisors with the resources they need 
So much time and unnecessary money is wasted in failing to manage the professionals in a coordinated and cost-effective manner. I think this is such an important service, Rebecca. Mm. Tell us more about it, what you do at JTC. Mm, thank you. And firstly, congratulations on your book. That really is a, a formidable lockdown achievement, while the rest of us were just buying bikes and making sourdough. I'm very excited to read it. Um, we, we look after single-family offices from their most basic forms, where we're effectively taking on almost a secretarial function, right up to some very big single-family office structures, which can be over £20 billion in size and require effectively institutional services. Um, the term family office probably means different things to different people. At its most basic, many people run their own family offices, manage their own affairs, from paying their household bills to checking their pensions to booking their holidays, or, or they'll delegate this to their spouse. But as the number of things to be handled grows, we need extra help. Initially, this might be a personal assistant or a secretary, but additional staff with additional specialisms become useful in more complex situations where there are more family members to be looked after and so on. And this is where JTC Private Office comes in, because too many experts can lead to complexity in itself. So we take a manager of manager role to ensure the right specialist is appointed for the right task and to make sure the specialists also have all the information they need and are not operating in duplicate with each other. Um, as the families grow, you often see them take key advisors in-house, such as accountants um, or lawyers, and, and then they, the family office can start to take on the characteristic of a, of a PE fund. And our service will evolve to support the wider infrastructure and include HR, premises, IT compliance, communications, CFO functions. I mean, we'll, we'll help families ensure their private office, whatever its size, operates to the highest level of professionalism and corporate governance. So you really do span the entire concern, needs, operations, and, 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 and practical issues of a family with significant wealth. I think sometimes people don't realise that, that significant wealth has its burdens as well as its pleasures, uh, which you, you know only too well. Absolutely. Well, I mean, our job, I think, is to try and handle, handle all the burdens so that the um, family can, can enjoy their wealth. We, we try to put the family um, back, back in the driving seat. But we, we offer the, a very wide range of services, but each family has its own selection of services you know i've got some families who just want you know use us for payroll other other families who um will use us as a sort of institutionalized protector function to monitor how um a third party trust company is looking after the assets it's um it's, it's bits and pieces and then you know then another family for concierge and as you get to know a family more you find that they then and you build the trust, they start to ask you to do extra things. It's quite rare for a family to ask you to do everything on day one. I'm quite right too, because that's how you build a trusted relationship. It, it happens over time. And presumably, you know, the, the relationships that you're building are based on trust as, as, as you go forward. Totally. 
trust trust is everything and trust trust is interesting because it takes many years to build trust but it can be destroyed in a second so there's there's no margin for error really mm. a little bit about you uh rebecca you you're no couch potato um you went to oxford university where you read modern history uh you represented the university in polo and horse riding and while at school you were in the british schoolgirls ski racers team and as far as i'm aware um jersey has no polo ground or snow-capped mountains how have you adapted to island life and what has replaced your your affections <laughs> well i'm a, i'm a bit older than when i was playing polo so so that's okay i don't I don't have the risk appetite that I once did. I'll, I leave the adventurous stuff to my three kids. I've got twin boys who've just turned nine and a little girl who's seven. And they love abseiling and co-steering and, and all sorts of other terrifying things. Um, we moved to Jersey four years ago, and I feel incredibly lucky to be here. It's a very active and outdoor lifestyle. Um, we're quite lucky to to be able to pick up the kids from school and be banana boating on the beach 10 minutes later is quite a sort of rare um, situation to be in. The the keys for the car live in the car, although I probably shouldn't go on record saying that. Um, but the security is, is, is amazing. It's a very close community. It reminds me a lot of being at university where, where you sort of work very closely with people and, and form very tight friendships. Um, it's also a very dynamic place for such a small community. It's got amazing international reach and, um, and it's quite an exciting place to be. There is a lot of talent here, so I find it very inspiring. And it's, and it's not a bad place to spend lockdown. We've got locked borders at the moment and open restaurants, so, so no complaints there either. Make it sound extremely attractive, and I can certainly vouch for the fact that you have some extraordinary talent on your island. So it's not like a country village in the in the forest reaches of Cornwall. Thank you so much for joining me today for episode 25 of How to Keep Your Money. Lockdown has seen us all reevaluate what we do with our time, which, as you say, Rebecca, is the next luxury. But also what comes out loud and clear is that at JTC, you really care for your clients. This is what I call in my book, Reimagining the Role of the Private Client Professional Post-Lockdown, A Culture of Care, which I believe is on the upward trend. You not only take the administrative burden off the shoulders of your clients, but they can have more time for what they want to do. But possibly, more importantly, JTC takes the stress out of managing and controlling significant wealth. Thank you so much for joining us, Rebecca, and for sharing these insights with us. 